Alright, well, welcome everybody. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Neon Talk, a podcast about innovation, motivation, and inspiration. This is episode 95. Today's guest is the founder and owner of Divine Contact, which has many um, different levels of it with between um, jewelry wrapping, um, Reiki, and uh, aromatherapy, crystal therapy, so many things above it. My fine guest, uh, who happened to walk away because of uh, children and also being a mother of three, which is amazing, balances everything that she has. Um, thank you for joining me. <laughs> Danielle, that's all right. I understand. I knew. I knew you forewarned me. This is all part of the plan, right? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I love it. Um, so how are? I know we were just talking a little bit prior to, but how are you doing? Like this last week, how has everything been going in general? Things are crazy. The world is just crazy right now. You know, yeah. just trying to keep myself centered is really all we can do, I think. Yeah, I... <laughs> I 100% uh, I agree. I definitely really want to get into what you do for Divine Contact in general. I know when we initially started talking in general and we were talking about getting you on the podcast, you know, Vince and you met um, back way back in the vending days, back when Neon Black Clothing used so to be long. at festivals and Probably everything. Probably like 10 years ago. Crazy. Yeah. What happened to time? It flies. Crazy. Way too quickly. Right? But, you know, the one thing that only did, you know, originally what Vince told me the most part is he's like, oh, yeah, like her, her jewelry wrapping, not like what she does, she doesn't just wrap jewelry how it's like just on the face. She likes to do it so it's a 360. It's a complete art piece. Yeah. And not only that to catch my attention, but then once I was kind of stalking your social media here and there, trying to find a little bit more out about Divine Contact, Realizing some of your social media slowly slowed down, which we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But also realizing that you've taken a whole different uh, aspect into divine contact in general, going from that jewelry wrapping into everything else you're doing now. So Yeah, it's crazy how much it's grown. It's definitely still has the same, you know, intention behind it, but it's crazy how much it's grown. For it's sure. definitely grown a lot over the past 10 years. So I guess for, um, I know you keep an eye on the, the little nuggets back there. <laughs> um, for everyone who's watching and doesn't really know um, much about, I guess, Reiki or the, you know, crystal therapy or anything you kind of do with Divine Contact, let's just kind of start out about talking about what Divine Contact is. What's your mission, your values, you know, everything along those lines what it means to me yeah. so divine contact kind of came during to me probably about 10 years ago i was kind of in a really weird point in my life and um really looking for something more than i had learned in high school and college and i started to just kind of like reconnect myself with source with light you know with with god basically mm. and through that kind of like birthed this whole business of divine contact contacting with the divine and it was more so started as a way for me to heal myself from what I was going through and then it kind of just spread as like well how can I help others in their healing process 
because we're all walking around with pain. We're all walking around with some sort of trauma. Mm. And um, yeah, it kind of just really started. (laughs) (laughs) So it really started with like the crystal therapy because crystals and minerals and, and stones became really important to me during a time when um you know like a a lot of people push western medicine when you're in a really bad spot whether it be like you know and painkillers or antidepressants or anti-anxiety i turned to something else and i really kind of found comfort in the vibrations that my stones and my prayer were giving me so i started just wire wrapping for myself and it just morphed into this creative outlet for me to really show my art through the stones but then also kind of feed off the energy and and give that to other people so then it became really cool because i started to meet people who were like hey you know i just am going through like a really bad time in my relationship what stone what crystal could help me with that And then it became more of like a communication thing with my clients, you know, like what's going on in your life? How can this help you? How can we raise your vibration? And that's when things kind of started to grow, you know? Yeah. And I definitely welcomed in more than just the crystals and the stones, but a lot of different, different things that offered people a chance to raise their vibration and kind of reconnect with their source and themselves. So now here we are 10 years later and it's just, yeah, I do a lot of different things really. No, I get that. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's beautiful though. Not only do you have your many skills laid out, but also being a mother in itself is is also a many talented skill. Um, Yeah, it's a full-time job in itself. (laughs) That's for sure. So kind of going back to beginning your your journey with with wire wire wrapping and crystals and everything what made you really take this step from going from doing it for yourself to doing it publicly and for other people what made you want to take that leap well i was getting such good feedback from like a very small group of people i put myself out there to honestly i just kind of signed up for the first festival i found online and I packed all my stuff up in my car. I packed up all my art, all my stones, everything. You know, my dad helped me make all these really beautiful displays. And I drove two hours from my house and um, I set up all by myself. And that's how I met Vince, actually. So from there, it was crazy how the connection started. So I met Neon Black. I met all the guys there. You know, they started to open me up to this whole world of people in Virginia yeah and honestly you know neon black was a lot of like the catalyst behind my um, business really going from this to this Mm. so with them you know not only was I selling you know stones and essential oils and stuff through my table we were working together so you know I was doing wraps that would coincide with their hats or their shirts or hat pins for their hats and through them I really ended up meeting a lot of really really amazing people in Virginia which kind of as my confidence grew so did my business 
so did my desire to put it out there to more people. Yeah. So it was really kind of like, you know, I want to say like Vince and Neon Black believing in me, which gave me the power to see like, okay, I can put myself out there. I don't need to be scared or embarrassed or, you know, fear I'm going to get rejected. And I got like a really great response. People respond so well to what I do. It's been amazing, to be honest. That's awesome to hear. I love that. Um, so when it came from, <laughs> when it came from kind of transferring everything from the vending aspect and the festivals to kind of where you are now, what made you decide also to kind of take that transition? I mean, obviously the responses and hearing people's feedback, I'm sure was very motivational, but what made you take that extra step to kind of, you know, start the e-commerce and to just move to other clients and other forms of finding leads? Well, honestly, um, you know, I don't want to say it's sad, but you know, a lot of it was, you know, that I started having kids. So that kind of, inhibited my ability to set up at these festivals to go overnight to these events to set up far away I really did it for as long as I could during my pregnancies but I just felt like it wasn't you know a good place for me to be anymore yeah so that was where I kind of I want to say parted ways with that whole um, festival scene and I definitely kept in contact with so many people um, but I had to be in a place in my life where I was more stagnant, mm. you know, getting in my car and driving all over and traveling all over wasn't a really like appropriate thing to do with three little ones. So I had to plant my, my roots somewhere. Yeah. And, um, when I planted my roots here, I kind of just set up a little shop or a little stand mm. so you know instead of my clients being you know I meet people in Philly or I meet people in New York it's definitely a a smaller circle because I only work in this particular area um, but that circle has been really really positive so even though I might not be branching out to like all over the country like I maybe once was I know there's a possibility for that in the future, and I know right now I'm so content in this area and what I'm bringing to the table in this area, if that makes sense. No, 100%. That, that definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about like what you what you bring to the table. You know what. Is yeah. it that in your community, aside from obviously the vending scene, which is probably much different as well from what you offer now to your clients, what do you do, I guess, on like a regular day-to-day -day when it comes to meeting someone new and like offering the services well, that you have? Well, it's really interesting because our family actually owns a little um, store here mm. so I have my stuff set up in our store okay cool which has kind of brought in like a whole new client base so it's like people are now coming to the store because they're searching for my oils or they're searching for my stones or they're searching for my jewelry so that's kind of brought in a lot of different people all over and it's really odd because when someone has please please hmm. sorry it's when okay. someone 
kind of is searching for those type of things, yeah. you already have that genuine connection to them. Mm. You sense that openness, that ability to, they want to learn more about themselves, they want to learn more about um, God, they want to connect more to, to nature, they want to connect more to the light. And that really, I guess kind of for me, when I meet someone new, um, it's like they come to the store maybe looking for one thing and just this, communication, yeah. you know? Positive talk, uh, you know, every just like we're talking now has really opened up doors for me, I guess, with meeting people who are open to transformation, if that makes sense. 100%. No, it really does. And I'm sure as well you have a lot of, you know, because, I mean, a little bit of me personally just like off of the neon black stuff, I, you know, I've done my research into like crystals and spirituality and chakras and you know the sound bowl the tibetan singing bowls and everything that goes along those yeah. lines it's stuff i've been always quite interested in um along yeah. the many paths that i've taken just throughout life especially trying to find meditation and comforts and energies and just yeah. the way that i perceive things so i can definitely see from my own perspective how it would attract someone but I kind of want you to, like, how could you break it down for someone who doesn't really understand this type of world? Someone who doesn't really understand the benefits of what crystals could bring or just the necessarily, like, a Reiki and being understanding of energies. So I think the best way I like to describe it to kind of someone who's super new to the topic is basically, you know, we are all constantly emitting energy. We are just big balls of energy walking around. We put off energy, we take in energy, and I think when you can start to view yourself as more than just this physical body and more about um, being vibrations yeah. or energy, what energy you carry, um, then you can start to relate people that everything around you is energy. The trees, the food you eat, the ground you walk on, everything kind of has these vibrations. And I really like to kind of dive into the history of, you know, people in history who have studied these vibrations, actually monitored them, you know, on systems. And it's like, you know, certain oils carry different frequencies and you can find the frequencies. You know, your body when you're sick, it carries a certain frequency. Your body when you're happy, it carries a certain frequency. So we are constantly emitting these frequency like telephone towers. So if you start to kind of adjust your perspective and understand that we are all frequencies and we're all vibrations, well, how can my frequency kind of mesh with other frequencies? So I think when I like to talk to people, I like to explain it as, you know, we're here. Mm. So our vibrations go up and down, up and down. When we're up, we're healthy, we're happy, we're, we're connected. When our vibration's down, we're sick, we're anxious, we're depressed, we're fearful, we're worried. Um, and I think once people can start to understand that Things don't really happen to us. We're happening to it, if that makes sense. And you are 
we are all all vibrations. That's all everything around us is. So there's a reason that so many songs say, raise your vibe, keep your vibration high. It's because it's true, you know? It's 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 not this totally far out there thing that um you know, just turn on your microwave. What is that? Those are frequencies. Those are vibrations. Everything around us is vibrations. So I think when people step out of their physical body and understand they're more than that. <laughs> Please uh, don't mind this minor intermission. <laughs> While we currently take care of some technical difficulties. <laughs> but you know she uh she definitely has some very good points of what i would take into consideration for sure i want to continue this literally literally fist fighting on the ground behind me i don't know if you heard that <laughs> <laughs> that's okay we're all good technical difficulties at their finest. Oh my gosh, they just started rolling around wrestling right behind me. Yeah, of all the times. Mm -hmm. So yeah, back to what I was saying. I think when I meet someone who kind of just has no idea what I'm talking about, I like to just kind of get them on that level where they understand that they're more than just their physical body. There's vibrations all around them. I don't know who's worse, the cat or the kids. <laughs> but once you can kind of tap into those vibrations, it's crazy the blessings that start to come to you, you know? So that's definitely something I wanted to touch on because I felt like you were really hitting some points that I've, I feel like I've expressed through Neon Talk a few times, especially when it comes to kind of the whole affirmations, energy, yeah, spending no, your time, and, and you're just, just focusing in general. Um, I feel like not only does the meditation aspect of everything, being able to be self-aware, being able to be understanding of everything you are physically doing and going through and processing yeah. and how the world is working around you in coordinates with your own energy and also what you're giving out plays a huge role into where you go in life. You know, I've consistently yeah. run into people who you know the whole they talk a big game but they don't actually do they they carry around this energy of mm -hmm. oh like this is what i'm gonna do but never yeah. really exactly yeah. and and really being able to differentiate like that that strive and mentality of this is what I'm going to do versus this is actually what I yeah. am doing. I feel like those energies play a big role into it, especially when it comes to just the mindsets and everything. You touched on a lot of things there. So how would you say... I think... Please, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I think it's hard for people to move out of their head space and into their heart space because when you're in your head, it's... That's ego, mm -hmm. that's fear, that's doubt, that's worry. When you're in your heart space, that's truth, that's love, that's that's where you connect to your truth. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, you know, those who speak don't know, those who know don't speak kind of deal. You know, I, I think a lot of people like to live in that ego and fear unintentionally, knowing. I don't think it's a very 
intentional um, thing. I think a lot of us kind of manifest really bad habits over our lifetime based on trauma or or heartache or whatever. And um, those things can carry on to adulthood. And it's crazy how we kind of have to rewire our brain to tap back into thinking with our heart and not our mind. I definitely think that makes a lot of sense, especially when it comes to being someone who is like a business owner or an entrepreneur or an artist and and really being able yes. to di differentiate the two for sure. Um, and, yeah. and just like you kind of were just talking about in general and just kind of the whole energy aspect of it, you know, I think it's really important to focus on the affirmations of everything. I've mentioned in my other previous like episodes of my podcast where, you know, growing up, I've learned that your word is impeccable, not only in your mental, like just not in your head, but also the things you physically speak in coordination and yeah. relation to your energy too. You know, if you've got that negative energy and you speak something negative and something negative happens, that's yeah. just how the universe works. And, and vice versa, yeah. when it comes to striving and achieving and working towards your goals and, and aspirations, so when it comes to the work that you do with people and being able to relate to people on a very, I mean, intimate level, because you're talking about energy and someone's physical, intimate, like, soul, essentially, um, how do you express in the most, I guess, uh, simplest elementary terms of kind of how to get out of that that rut and that that negative thinking connotation with everything and just kind of start slowly striving towards what people should essentially be doing more on a healthy conscious basis so basically i'm glad you asked me this so this is kind of what made me morph a little bit from um just jewelry to doing more with the sound therapy and um, I started to touch a little bit on like cognitive behavioral therapy because I noticed even when I was working with clients, I could give them all the tools. Mm -hmm. So here's this crystal, here's this oil, do A, B, and C. The work is on you, yeah. you know? I'm, I'm not the healer. I was not put here to heal you and I wasn't put here to fix you. I was put here to be the vessel for light to move through to heal you. So I think what a lot of people started doing is kind of becoming a bit, I don't want to say codependent, but like very dependent on, can you fix me? Can you fix me? Which wasn't my job. Yeah. So that kind of opened me up to study um, cognitive behavioral therapy because that really tied into my ability to communicate to people how crucial it is for them to take responsibility for themselves. So there's no way I can sit here and talk to you until I'm blue in the face and I can throw as many crystals at you as I want to, but until you decide to take responsibility for your negative thought patterns and uh, your negative emotional patterns, no progress will be made. So I found that during my sessions when I was able to kind of hear what was shut down in their body, I was able to use the behavioral therapy to communicate that better to them mm. and give them even 
more tools to go home and almost rewire their thought patterns so they could find their power again to heal themselves because we're all very powerful and that's what I think is so sad about the world we live in is we've been so so kind of numbed and dumbed down and shut down and we are human beings are so powerful so intelligent and a lot of people don't really grasp that power that they have inside of them and it's really sad I definitely want to uh, take a step back and go back to the whole concept of what you were saying with, you know, you have to take responsibilities for yeah. your own actions. I mean, that's the biggest thing when it comes down to it, when it comes to realizing an outcome, when it comes to trying to heal yourself, when it comes to just the basic simplicities of learning a lesson. I mean... You have to take the responsibility when it comes down to it. You have to realize what part of the situation you went through was actually something that you did versus the universe. I mean, there is always going to be two different parts, but being aware of that, going back to the whole self-awareness aspect of it, I mean, that's, that's huge when it comes down to really being able to be more efficient and flow yeah. I guess when it comes to, to the universe like you said you know humans are brilliant they're absolutely powerful I mean especially when you're able to use the tools that we have in front of you to become a more positive influential person and and do things that can reciprocate kindness and and greatness out in the yeah. world you know that's one thing no, I also you're exactly right I try to spread, you know, it's, it's, it's about that positivity and that message. If you have it, why not share it? Because the world needs mm -hmm. more of it at the end of the day. And I think it's yeah. absolutely great what you do working with people who really need to learn to tap in more to their inner consciousness because not a lot of people are aware of really the difference between their, their you, their outer you, and then the inner you, the, the self-conscious. Mm -hmm. And I know I could get really deep on this, but this is not the type of podcast to, yeah. to get like so seriously <laughs> deep on. But I mean, this is something that I'm, I'm very naturally uh, interested in myself and I've, I've yeah. learned a lot about and how I naturally feel like I flow. I feel like it's not just a religion-based thing in general, energy itself, as you were explaining, yeah. is literally life. You know, everything literally. in life has vibrations, has energy, and we all react and interact within each other and the energies that everyone gives off. And I think it's very important to be aware of that, being aware of, you know, whether you're giving off positive vibes or negative vibes, whether, you know, just like the cliches yeah. of bitch don't kill my vibe like no no you're exactly right exactly right it's like that's why they make all these phrases and all these songs and it's um i think people really really need to understand that their perception to situations kind of creates the thoughts that create the emotions that create the behavior which therefore creates the outcome exactly. and it's like you can kind of get into this feedback loop and it's crazy as I get older I see these adults around me who are in this almost negative feedback loop of of their own self-sabotaging behavior so much so that they don't even realize they're doing it yeah. so that's really kind of been super eye-opening for me to see like 
oh my gosh, okay, we're all just people walking around trying to figure it out. Like, A, we all need to be a little kinder to each other because the person next to you is suffering. We're all Great. suffering. Great. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> B, you know, I just, once that thought kind of clicked in my head, like, wow, we're all hurting and we're all trying to make our way back to source. Yeah. You know, whatever, you know, God, Jah, Allah, whatever you pray to is your source, you know, nature, you know, I'm, I don't want to define myself as being like religious or any set religion. I think source, light, it's all the same. I think that's what our, our purpose is here. We're all trying to get back there and we're all our brother's keepers, which I think is something that we all seem to forget. Um, we all kind of have, have to like take care of our take care of ourselves to take care of the person next to us. We all need each other. Yeah. And um, I think right now this is like a really crucial time for people to be doing energy work like this because there's so much going on out there that's just completely out of our control. So we can never really control what's happening, but how we react to it. Do you know what I mean? One hundred percent. So as our vibration raises, and I think this is something that people seem to forget, we live in a society that likes to divide. So everything is groups and divisions and, you know, even in school. Yeah. And the reality is, like, everything kind of really flows together. It's all good. You know? It's a yes, great world. Exactly. Everyone says, so many people see it as black and white, and, and one or one versus two, B and A, and it's so much not so <laughs> in no. any sense of the format. Like, no, everything is so crazy connected, and I don't think people give credit to that. So, you know, you can be the whole way across the world, but I feel your pain. You know what I mean? I feel when animals suffer. I feel when kids suffer. And it's, you know, not just because I'm an empath or I'm aware. It's because we're all connected. You know, I feel in my heart when one of my kids is sad. It's like these physical distance between things does not create the distance if you can tap into the energy that kind of connects us all. Do you know what I mean? I, I personally do, and I really hope that those people who are listening have, like, an understanding of that as well, because I think that's really important to understand, you know, it, it six feet or not, I mean, there's, there's always ways that as humans, as, like, a society, as a community, there are definitely ways to be able to feel for each other and that is you know kind of going back to the whole kindness and love and spread aspect of it all like we were talking about you know in, in brothers keepers it's so vital and so important to be aware that the way people may react to a situation is not personally for you and that yeah. the perspective of like how people perceive how people react to a situation to to them to a response to the world you know it, it can be always taken so many different ways and instead of just being like okay hey i'm here for you it quickly turns into a let me stand up for myself let me you know fight for this fight for that because of an opinion 
which it it shouldn't be. Obviously, everyone is so much entitled to their own opinions, but it shouldn't be something that tears us apart at the end of the day and something that separates us. No, you can't. You should not us. take anything personally. I don't. People take everything so personally, and it's not about it's not about you. It's really not about you at the end of the day, and I think that's what tends to create more of the division. Hence why I just deleted my Facebook temporarily. So. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, um, I guess, divine contact in general. So how are you able to kind of work your company? I'm sure you've probably refigured out things since COVID started, but how's the, the process going for you in general since COVID and everything happened? Well, I guess for COVID, you know, there was this huge rule about six feet apart I, I guess I would be more so in the category of a massage therapist yeah so um you know I'm not gonna lie I really don't work on clients right now yeah I don't really like to put myself out there when I'm feeling the least bit off mm -hmm. and like needless to say I felt a little bit off for the last couple months and I think it's just the weight of the world on my shoulders right now unfortunately so a lot of my work in the past couple months, you know, as sad as it is, has more so been as a mom and um, using my energy work and my tools and my gifts for myself and for my kids. Because mm. I feel like right now is not really my job to um, spread to people. I. I'm feeling this sense like things are going to come to an end with everything that's been going on this year. And when that time comes, I'm really feeling, <laughs> but I'm really feeling hopeful about my ability to put myself back out there with people. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm sure you know. I'm sure you feel the tension in the air all around us. <laughs> consistently. Consistently. No, I oh, definitely. Gosh. I definitely get that, and I'm sure it doesn't make business easier either, um, but I guess post-COVID then, what do you have plans in store, especially with kind of going and moving from so much jewelry, focusing more into therapy? What are your plans once you can kind of cut that social distancing to move forward? So post-COVID, I really want to put myself back out there as far as... Um, you know, my energy work goes right now. I'm, I'm selling my jewelry. I'm selling, you know, my natural products. I, you know, I make a lot of just natural skin creams and hand butters and soaps, you know, those things I have set up and they're selling fine. As far as working on one-on-one -on -one sessions with another human being, I'm really feeling hopeful that in the future, there's going to be this really amazing time where I'm going to respond to people and they're going to respond even better to me, if you know what I mean. But I just, I feel like right now I'm really just focusing on me. Yeah. So for the last couple of years, I've really spent a lot of time focusing on a lot of other people. And I think this COVID thing is almost a blessing in disguise to get myself back to like a really good state of, you know, get my vibration as high. I still got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I can't. Oh, you're there. Hi, I sorry. I can still see you. No, you're good. You're good. I can still see you. All good. <laughs> but yeah, right now, honestly, I, um, you know, when this whole COVID thing started, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little depressed. Yeah. I, like, you know, what is, what is my future? What is our future? I'm so confused right now. And um, I've taken the positives from it. I've taken the blessings from it. Um, really good time to be out in nature. Really good time to reconnect with my kids, reconnect with myself. So I'm, I'm really hopeful after all of this, I'll be in a really good place to kind of work with people again, for sure. Heck yeah. No, that's awesome. And I, I'm sure, so when you do work with people, do you go to their homes? Do you work out of a shop? Do you... What do you do when you uh, perform these sort of energy therapies with the people? So my goal, my long-term goal, hopefully, is to to put a little extension onto my home to kind of make that into my shop. Um, I did have a spare room I was using. Right now, I have a massage table. The best case scenario would be, but basically, to go to other people's homes. My kids bring a little something interesting to the table. So having people here, I found, um, was more stressful for me than not. Do you know what I mean? Understandable. Um, yes. As you can see during this podcast, they can't even not get into a war. So, um, but basically when I was doing sessions, I know that you liked one of my videos with my kids, but... Yeah. Basically, bringing them into my home, creating a very, very safe, secure space, making sure everything's cleansed, you know, as far as like smudging and stones and just helping them feel comfortable. And it's just laying on a table like you would a massage therapy session, but everything is hands off. So mm -hmm. I don't use my hands. I don't ever touch you. Um... And then the fun begins. It's just a really interesting... I start from the feet up to the head. And I work with my hands, but I mostly work with sound, which has become really, really interesting to study about. Um, it's not... I was more into energy work at first, and then I kind of stumbled upon the sound therapy, and it's it's amazing. Sound, sound therapy for the body is so beneficial I don't think people even realize so I don't know if you caught it earlier when I was mentioning it I don't remember if you were telling the, the kids to be quiet or not but I uh, you know I mean that that picture of you with the the Reiki bowl on your son's back I personally have a, a Tibetan singing bowl myself um, only okay. one size not like multiple sizes but for the exact reason yeah. that you kind of mentioned but it was something that I realized before realizing it was sound a sound therapy of sense you know, being around people who have used these and just being like, wow, like realizing how yeah. the vibrations of that sound, what they were doing, how they were using it, being in uh, a meditative, relaxing kind of state, you know, really, mm -hmm. it, it struck me. I, literally, I was like a chord in a sense, and it made me yeah. go off and get my own. And I think it's, 